Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you folks. Again, we're honored, uh, we're privileged to be able to come across your airwaves to share this time to connect with you with this podcast. So with me as always, my friend Stephanie. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Doug. So we're just uh, we're just hanging out, doing some podcasts today, but we love that we're moving into uh, the next chapter of Proverbs. We always use mm-hmm. a word. We always use a word. We want to remind a couple things. Let me just say this up front. Folks, if you need to contact us and or you want to work with the ministry or we can help you, we want you to be part of the, uh, the retreat that's coming. We want you to be part of reaching out to people with PTSD. If you're in that place, we want you to be part of that. If you're in a place where you just need help, we want you to be part of that too. We want you to contact us at Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page by dropping a PM, a personal message, or uh, just sending a message to Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We'll make sure we get back to you just as soon as we can. Sometimes I might get a couple days behind, but you're in our thoughts, you're, you're in our prayers, and we want to get back to you. And so, Stephanie, as we look at these words, so I said I was going to look at a word, then I stopped and wanted to put that out there because sometimes I forget. I want to look at the word hope. Now, hope is something, this is kind of how everything got going with the retreat, how everything got going with mm-hmm. Wounded Spirit. So, so Stephanie's a big part of this. So even though I wrote the original book, Wounded Spirits, A Biblical Approach to PTSD in 2014, God saw fit to use some things we were doing within the PTSD community to bring us together. And one of the words that was Stephanie had worked with, I really want her to talk about this and share her favorite verse on this, is hope. Hope is real. Hope is out there. Uh, hope is Jesus. Hope is yeah. God. And, and, and Stephanie, take mm-hmm. a couple words and talk about that. So hope is precious. And in scripture, um, some of the verse, first verses the Lord ever gave me on the subject of hope, which ironically enough, that was in um, 2015, as we were starting deputation um, for Cameroon. Wow. Uh, he took me to Romans 8, where it says, for we are saved by hope, but hope that is not seen is not hope. Hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, what doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? And the idea that hope in in scripture is that confident expectation, that complete steadfast knowledge kind of faith that God is faithful, that God is still God, and that confident expectation in him as God. It's holding firm to his promises. And so then, of course, um, Emmeline's middle name is Hope. Yeah. And she names everything Emmeline, she gets Hopey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, she does. And so her name means a work of confident expectation. And that is what Emmeline has been from her pregnancy on. Um, she's a miracle child. And so she's like my living example that a confident expectation in God um, is worth it. And so then, you know, we went through Charles' death and then. Um, God kept that healing process going um, from the PTSD and all of that. And then God gave me 
Romans 15, 13. And the crazy Love thing it. was he gave me this verse and you this verse like the same day we were yeah. praying about the coming, you know, the just brainstorming through the possibility of the wounded spirits retreat. Yeah. And Romans 15, 13 says, now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise him. And yeah. we have a God of hope who we wants do. to shower that hope on us. And it's not just hope. It's with all joy and peace. Mm. And that's beautiful. Yeah, joy and peace put together. That's a good night right there. That's a good life. And, yeah. Uh, and bringing that together there and the God of all hope. is You, you know, I, I don't know about you, but every time I hear that verse, I realize that our God is the God of all hope. And so, you know, when, when someone we love is or ourselves are laying in a hospital bed or life just seems upside down, uh, wasn't that long ago uh, I heard from a young lady that actually – Debbie, Stephanie, and I had met down at Pensacola, and a, I think it was maybe three or four months ago, she wrote me that her fiancé uh, had broken, broken up with her. And, mm. and, and she asked me if there were any verses I could share with her. And, and, and you know, uh, folks, I, I shared Romans 15, 13 with her, and I also shared Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come on to me, all you that, are, that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. She had no rest in her mm. life. She was, you know, whenever you see that word heavy, it's depression. And the lady, I mean, you, she was just bogged down. And, but, mm-hmm. but she serves like you guys. She serves the God of all hope. And the God of all hope brought Stephanie and her eight kids through this and brought them back to America. And he's still doing a great work with them. And, and we need it. I still need a good work in my life. And so do you. Mm. But the God of all hope is doing that. So the other day I was on Facebook, uh, you know, and uh, uh, I was sitting there just real quickly answering somebody. And right there was a message, uh, a Facebook message with a picture of her new uh, bow. Uh, so three Aww. months later, God has brought this real godly guy and the guy who broke up with her, he was going to be a pastor. He was going to be this. He was going to be all that. By the time he broke up with her, uh, he just, just was off the rails, but God sometimes mm. uses those things and has brought this wonderful young man into her life. So we serve the God of all hope. Who's going to, that joy and that peace, things are going to happen. It's the God of all hope. And here we are, we're in chapter, uh, believe it or not. I, I don't have a bell to ring, but I do have the harp sound that I give to Stephanie. Hang on, let me play it for you guys. We move chapters. So I don't have the bell anymore, but I do have the electronic harp. Stephanie can't hear it playing, but I'm glad you guys could. And here we are. It says, the king's heart. We made it to a new chapter. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord. As the rivers of water, he turneth it whithersoever he will. And uh, so... Uh, you know, so it tells us that the king's heart basically is in the hand of the Lord and uh, that God can hold a human's heart. God can direct us and, and, and God can move us. It's in the hand of the Lord. Uh, and, but, but like the rivers of water, only God can turn the rivers of water. Only God, what an illustration uh, that God not only can guide rivers of water and where they went and where he put them on earth, but he can also guide the heart of a man. So, it, you know, and, and the, the heart of a woman. So uh, God can do that for us. And uh, I think that, you know, as we think about life, as we try to make this practical for us, we got to realize that a king's heart, our hearts, 
are in the hand of the Lord. And, and like the rivers, I mean, like that water we're talking about, he turns it whichever way he wishes. Have you ever seen those rivers that make like a complete 90 degree angle? And you say, that doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. You especially see it in like Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge. Debbie and I get through there a couple times a year. We do a marriage conference there every single year. And But you go out there in the mountains and stuff, and it from a land perspective, it makes absolutely no sense. There's a 90 degree angle on the river, then another 90 degree angle, then another 90 degree angle but that's god and sometimes in our lives there's a bunch of angles but god controls those what are you thinking stephanie as we look at this verse no i think you're you're spot on to understand that the same way that we have a heavenly creator you know you think of the grand canyon and and the incredible you know how can there just be this little river that flows through that massive canyon and of course, we know the flood and all, and the ice age, and all those things are figured into all of that. But God created that, or He designed it to be exactly the way it is now. Yeah. He designed these the rivers, the streams um, that we sing about, even in our patriotic songs. He created all of them. He created each path and each turn and each twist. And understand that He holds the King's heart in His hand, Boy. the same way He holds those rivers. And you know, it's. That's good. It's a scary thing, but it's a it's a comforting thing at the same time. If he can, yeah. Yeah, if he can do that. Imagine what he can do with our hearts and lives. All these things God mm-hmm. has made. You ever look at creation? I mean, driving down the road. I was coming back uh, out of Virginia with my dear friend, uh, uh, Pastor Todd McClure. He's one of my BFFs. And uh, there's not a lot of them in my life. And uh, uh, Stephanie... Obviously, my wife is beyond a BFF, uh, Todd. There's, there's only, you know, on one hand, you know what I mean? But I was yeah. leaving Todd, Todd in those rolling hills and those mountains out there in Virginia and coming back and saying, look how God made that little mountain over there. Look how, yeah. he, look how he made that wonderful valley over there. You know, only God can do that. You know what would be great is if somebody could look at us and say, look at how God made Doug. Look yeah. at how God made Stephanie. Look at how God, and we, that's what we want in our lives. We, we want to walk away from life with something like that. Look what God has done. You know, we've, I think we've uh, achieved something. I think we've reached some level, reached some new height. If, if at the end of the day, somebody can say, man, God did a work. God yeah. did a work. I think we've reached some type of level. I think it's a really cool place to be. And uh, so uh, it's, it's important that uh, we remember that God has a heart in his hand. And, uh, mm. and let's let him have those hearts in his hand. Let's let him do his work. What's that song, Stephanie? You know all the songs, every song in the world. How great thou art. Yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I was just thinking of that song. Hey, give us a one-minute verse, and then we'll go to commercial. We haven't had you sing in, what, two months? Okay, I'll try. I've got, you know, this cold thing going, but I'll do my best. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder, consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power through all the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great 
Hey folks, we'll be right back. Well, it's great to have you back. Thank you, Stephanie, for singing that song. You know, that's one of Stephanie and her kids' favorite songs. Matter of fact, it's on. What a shameless plug here for one of our CDs. I never plug oh, our that's CDs. Greatest by Faithfulness. Greatest oh. by Faithfulness. We haven't oh. done How Great Thou Art. We should. Why haven't we done one. How Great Thou Art? I mean, that's got to be on know. our next. Hey, so I met, I met a young lady yesterday. Now, listen, this is going to freak you out, and you're going to be real happy about this. I met a lady yesterday that has a degree in voice and a degree in uh, cello pedagogy. So she has two of those. Oh, wow. And she's a young lady that goes to our church here in town. I'm thinking to myself, because Stephanie and I are always talking about Carl arrangement. So taking the original recordings and adding to them. So it, it's really cool when you meet people, just people you go to church with and stuff that can really make a difference with that because mm. uh, we've already got the basis and the foundations done on these things. So be able to bring more people <laughs> in and, and our, our dear friend, Mike Herbster and Stephanie and I love yeah. his voice. You know, he's kind of a weird oh, yeah. dude. I mean, well, I love him, oh. you know, <gasps> Mike, I, I, there's a disclaimer on that statement. Yeah. But he's, I love him. He's, he's my, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, so now I'm all messed up cause I picked on Mike, but Mike even has volunteered to, uh, you know, maybe come in and do some things. And now Mike plays the trumpet, doesn't he? Doesn't he play the trumpet? Yeah. 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 So yeah. We, we could add some things here and there. So we're pretty excited about that. But anyway, so I met this young lady, just what a wonderful young lady. So now we go to this next verse, uh, which is we're in chapter 21 too. So we love our music around here and, uh, we, we've had the ability, I've had the ability to produce, to help write. Uh, Stephanie does all the piano playing, most of the singing as long as well as her kids. There's some really great songs out there and you can find them on Apple music, Spotify, type in Stephanie Wesco and family, even on YouTube. And, uh, you can listen to the songs. I put one out there the other day. One of my favorite songs, one of the ones we just wrote, uh, last year, which is daddy's girl. I love that on father's day, putting that out everywhere. So here we are chapter 21, verse number two, it says every way of a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. Boy, that just, you know, real quickly, <laughs> you know, real quickly, we're all right in our own eyes. And that's something, you know, we talked about on Monday, here we are at the end of the week, but we, we talked about on Monday that boy, we, a narcissist is somebody who justifies themselves, they're arrogant, they're controlling, they're freakish, they're stubborn, they're prideful, they got to be in charge of everything. While if that top line of verse number two in chapter 21 doesn't talk about that, I don't know what does, mm. but there's, but there's a word that comes that there's more of God's word that comes with that. And uh, you get to the second part of that verse and it says, but the Lord pondereth the hearts. Mm. Uh, so he's weighing out what's in the heart. So don't think you're getting away with something that you, that we can be this brilliant. Uh, you know, one of the, one of the words that I hate that people use for Christians sometimes is the word clever or getting yeah. over. I mean, you got to admit, Stephanie, those are bad words for Christians. Yeah. And, and, and people who are clever, getting over control freaks, narcissists, cunning. Yeah. That's what this is talking about. Stephanie. I, I yeah. mean, what do you think? Well, I think that we boil this, what this boils down to our heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Oh yeah. And because of that, without the spirit of God, you know, we talked earlier about the spirit of God being um, where he's that candle in our hearts and in our lives. Well, without that spirit of God working, yeah, we're sunk because we, we have this automatic sin nature that, you know, 
is controlled by Satan and our flesh. And so we are right in our own eyes. That's, this is the whole reason we have people that believe they can work their way to heaven, that they can be good enough. To, and to understand that, no, God, God, man sees the outside. God sees the heart. God ponders. He thinks through. He divides. The Bible talks about um, dividing the spirit and testing the spirit. And God does all these things to us. Yeah. He knows every grain of wood, so to speak. You know, he sees every grain, um, every vein of thought that goes through our mind and heart. And that can be a really good thing, by the way. That can be a really good thing when our hearts are right. Yeah. So there's a good, this isn't all negative. Yeah. No, that part of it's great. But in reference to, um, it's the, it's the opposite of what the first part of this verse is saying that if you think, if you're in a position where you think I've got the, I've got this, I'm good. I I've got the world by the tail. Watch out because God's pondering your heart and he knows the real you. Yeah. Boy, that's the truth. And I, and I think, you know, exactly what Stephanie just said. I think God knows the real us. And so we're trying so hard. That's what sanctification is. And, and we try so hard in our own will and our own spirits to do what's right and to do those things. But we can't do it on our own. You know that, yeah. you know, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. So we present ourselves to God somewhere in here, Stephanie. This happens. We get saved. We present ourselves to God. And when we present ourselves to God, what God's seeing in our hearts and stuff is pretty good. Because at that yeah. point, we're allowing that, that spirit of God to do a work within us. We're allowing God. So so this is a good thing. So we started off with hope. I think there's hope in this verse for people who are doing the right things. But to the contrary of that, you know, we're we're constantly getting messed over, aren't we? You know, there there are yeah. you know, there are people we know and love. Uh, where people go show up from their past and stuff and still want to win, still want to prove they're right. And we have to go through those things. But no matter what happens, no matter what comes along, no matter what happens, we know that God, uh, if we're right, if we step out, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. So if we present that stuff out there, if we lay that stuff out there, if we put that stuff out there, if we live that stuff, you know what it's good at that point at at that point things are good and uh i think sometimes you know here's the thing stephanie this is something i'll tell you and i i (laughs) i I mean this with with uh you know with with all humility in my life there you know there's a lot of work god does in my life all the time but i think sometimes that we underplay just how we are even as human beings if that makes sense we downplay Mm. You know, that we're doing okay. Hey, yeah. if we're serving God, if we're doing what we're supposed to be, you know, there's two kinds of people. There's a knucklehead on the other side. And if you're on the good side of that, things are going okay. If you're on the good side of that, you got, you know, you can smile. You can trust in that hope that Stephanie spoke about. You can trust mm-hmm. in that. I think Stephanie's opening a piece of candy. Whenever I hear a candy wrapper like that, you know, I'm trying not to cough. I'm really sorry. Yeah, the whole cough drop thing. I get it. Listen. 
Uh, you know that Omicron, man, that thing's moving around quicker than you can shake a stick at it. We had it around here, around, around December. Everybody around here had sinuses and coughing and, and oh, uh, feeling like junk. We all went through that around here. We've been, we've been through these spells. It, it's just crazy. But every way of a man is right in his own eyes. And I know I took a little bit longer on this first than I probably wanted to. But I want to talk about what we see with our own eyes. We've got about a minute left, and and we've got to stop looking at ourselves through the test of our own eyes. Mm. Somehow. So, Stephanie, within a minute, you've got a tough task here. How do we look at ourselves uh, through the way God looks at us? How do we do that? Through the, We put on the glasses of the Word of God. Yeah. We're legally blind. Mm. We literally are. From the, from the scriptural legal perspective, we are legally blind. So the only way we will see who we really are is to put on the glasses God's given us. In other we words, his word, yeah. his truth. We have to. And, uh, and, and, and that's a great litmus test. I'm glad that you said that's a great litmus test. So we started off with hope. And, and thinking about what hope offers in our life. And, and, and we know that, that God is the author of hope. We, we know that hope is something that when, when I think of God, I think of the God of all hope. And that, that verse that Stephanie just, just talked about earlier there. And, you know, there are great verses. There are some verses. I love Jeremiah 29, 11. And this is a hard, I wanted, I wanted to finish with this. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. So God's thoughts about us, you know, we can get wrapped around the axle. And I know the word hope's not in there, but that's what it's all about. He's got thoughts of peace for us. He's not, you know, we don't have to, if we're serving God the way we should be, I wanted to finish the way we were talking about just a minute ago that Stephanie and I were just talking about. If we're doing things right, brethren, be happy. If you're serving God and you've given yourself to God, you're saved, you've given yourself, you're holy and acceptable, you're in a good place. And uh, all this hope is sitting yeah. there waiting for you. So uh, so with all that, uh, Stephanie, take 30 seconds and close that out with us. You know, take time to sing. Take time to re revel in who God is to you because this world's throwing at us more reasons in the world than ever to be depressed. Yeah. But God is still God. His hope is unchanging. Take time to sing. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Oh, yeah. And I remember, love singing those. I, I jump all God, over. Yeah. <laughs> God is never going to leave you or forsake you. Uh, there you go, folks. Never going to leave you or forsake you. We're real honored, again, to be able to come across your airwaves. Hey, listen, if we can do, you know the deal. Help the Wounded Spirits Facebook page. Email over to Doug at WoundedSpirits.com. We sure do love you. Hey, go out there and wear the smile that only God can give you today. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth and believe it with your heart.
that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.